Welcome to the Atma Sophia podcast. I am Tiana Atma Sophia and I'm so honored to be your host. It is my intention to share with you the consciousness, power, and embodiment of the divine unified feminine. I would like to welcome you to our very first podcast. Season 1, Episode 1. It is such a blessing to have this inspiration move through me, and I feel tremendous gratitude for being the vessel through which these transmissions are flowing through at this time. It is my intention to truly embody and transmit the messages of spirit, the coding from the one true living God, the consciousness and frequency of her. Our very first transmission will be on Genesis. And I would like to add that I am a master Genesis code holder here at this time to bring humanity back to their original point of creation. I have been doing this work all of my life and I will get more into that as the season unfolds. But I would like to start this first podcast by saying that prior to my initial awakening to the God presence that resides within me, all of my work was based on the Hara. The Hara is the energetic womb that is present within both men and women. And this energetic womb is the zero point. It is the void, the space from which all of creation comes to be. This is the point of access to all of our organic consciousness and blueprints. And when I talk about organic consciousness and blueprints, I'm really talking about the first point of creation, our first point of creation, as it was ordained by God, free from distortion, free from overlays, free from inorganic, Consciousness. Our Hara, the energetic womb, is the portal to God, the portal to our Gnosis, inner knowing, the portal through which our divine inner union can actualize. Everything starts and ends here. This is the space that allows us to be present to be conscious of every breath, to be regulated, and to be open to our true nature, which is love. This is the only space that true embodiment is possible. When we occupy this space with our consciousness, we are are naturally embodied in this present moment as the compassionate witness to our inner world, 
to that which is arising on a moment-to-moment basis. If we want to create in our life anything that is free from distortion, we absolutely must be in alignment with our original blueprints and communing with God in each moment of every day. So I'm going to get into more depth about this particular topic. Being in alignment with our original blueprints allows us to be in communion with God. It allows us to recognize the inner presence of God. It allows us to commune with this presence, hear its voice, feel its guidance, know its nature, hear its wisdom. When we have our organic original blueprints online, we are automatically one with the one true living God. There is no separation and through this union, through this divine inner union that takes place on all levels of our being, we are able to step into our true self as a co-creator, co-creating our life with intention, with love, with guidance from the Most High free from distortion. And this is the only way that we can move forward with the birth of the new earth. So if we want to be creating that which is free from distortion, we absolutely need to be co-creating with the divine. That means that our inner relationship with God or however you want to call this benevolent, omnipresent, expansive force that underlies each and every aspect of creation, we need to be intimate. We need to be in relation open to receiving, listening, in deep devotion, and in profound service. So the main focus needs to be on the cultivation of our relationship with God so that we can have a clear channel to co-create from. Without this, our creations will be full of distortions, And we will always attract that which we do not desire. And this is the oft, and this is often the case with manifestation. And there's nothing wrong with manifestation. There's nothing wrong with any chosen path because it is all an experience that will eventually lead us to the one true living God. It will lead us to our creator. But oftentimes when we are manifesting, when we are pushing the envelope of the universe to deliver our desires to deliver that which we require or we think we require, 
the manifestation also comes with that which we do not desire. So in order to be free from any sort of distortion or anything that we do not really want to be calling in, it's important to cultivate this relationship, to have a clear channel, and to be co-creating from this space. A big part of Genesis, which is our original blueprints, the way that we have been created, is the concept of the tree of life. So we have the tree of life and we have the tree of knowledge. And I'm just going to talk about these two concepts because it is important to distinguish them, to understand them, and to really know at which level we are working at. So the tree of life is a template that allows us to be in communion with God. It's a template that allows us to feel the presence of God within our being. It's a template that allows us to actualize the divine inner union with the one true living God. The tree of life is the central pillar, the central column that is unified with all of its channels. So the tree of life is actually a 12 chakra system and it's a 12 chakra system of well, as I said, unified channels. We don't have to get into the specifics of the 12 chakras but all that is organic in our time matrix, all that is um, organic in consciousness is based on the number 12. So we have our 12 strands of DNA, we have the 12 dimensions that are present in this time matrix, and we also have the 12 chakras that are a part of the tree of life template, which resides within our physical body. Before I was aware of all of this terminology, before I had my Christ awakening, I was actually working with this entire system and I experienced this as the ascended light body. So this is the higher dimensional light body that is different from the seven chakra system, which we are all very familiar with. So the seven chakra system is actually what I call the tree of knowledge because the seven chakra system makes it very difficult, if not impossible, to be connected with the presence of God. The seven chakra system is one that allows you to access profound levels of wisdom. It allows you to access the intellect. It allows you to access gyan, which is knowledge. Once the system is awakened, once all of the chakras in the system are awakened, and we all also have heard about the concept of kundalini, which is a dormant 
uh, serpent energy lying at the base of the spine and once it awakens it travels through all of the seven chakras opening them clearing them awakening them and it moves through the ajna and the crown awakening the mind and this is where we get access to higher knowledge this is where we get access to information that is beyond the veil so this entire system really makes knowledge accessible once it has been awakened. But the thing is, is that we can have this awakening, but we have this awakening before we awaken to the God presence within us. And this is responsible for so many distortions in spirituality for so many distortions in spiritual communities and it's quite concerning so if you are one of the lucky people who has had a kundalini awakening and has experienced this um and is intellectually sound after the experience because many individuals have a very difficult time integrating this experience of the kundalini awakening if you're one that has integrated this experience and found um, expanded levels of consciousness that is wonderful but that is certainly not the case for many people so I just want to reiterate this because it's important that we begin accessing our organic blueprints which reside within the tree of life um, because the tree of life really is our natural way of ascending, is our safe way of accessing um, expanded levels of consciousness, consciousness because it truly connects us to the one true living God that is residing within us before it is expanding our consciousness to states that may be difficult to integrate after the fact unless we have awakened to this inner resource uh, from the one true living God. So I just also would like to say that with the seven chakra system, with the tree of knowledge that we are all very familiar with, especially if you're listening to this podcast, I know that you are familiar with this information. This is also how I understood many of the distortions that are happening within spiritual communities where we are bearing witness to a very impressive level of consciousness that is streaming through but there is distortion in many of the other aspects of this individual's life so specifically speaking to some of the things that we see through gurus or some of the things that are very concerning that we see through these uh, spiritual teachers and I'm mentioning this because this was always such a perplexing 
thing for me. This was always such a question of like, how is this happening through this person who is seen by thousands, if not millions of people as this holy individual who has an incredible level of consciousness. And it always was a question at the back of my mind, like how are these horrible things happening behind the scenes when this individual is gifted such an expansive viewpoint? So after really diving deep inside of these concepts and understanding them from an experiential space, understanding them through the work that I've been doing with clients over many, many years, understanding them through the energetic work that I've also done and through my own personal journey, I came to this understanding is that when we awaken this template, the tree of knowledge template, we have incredibly expanded consciousness, but we bypass our God awakening that is within us. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about the tree of life before moving on because this is so important to activate. This is so important to connect with and this is really, really important for us to awaken on our ascension journey. Prior to understanding this consciously. I was practicing Reiki for a number of years and I very rarely worked with the seven chakra system. I actually was working with a completely different system that I understood as the Hada line, that I understood as the Hada system, that I understood as the fifth dimensional light body that was different from the fourth dimensional seven chakra system, energetic system. So this light body that I was working with often when I was doing Reiki and when I was doing energetic work, with, which actually didn't even feel like Reiki, it always felt like my own energetic healing that was moving through me. The specific points that I was working with were the earth star chakra, which is located about a foot beneath the ground, a foot beneath your feet, the hara, which is the energetic womb located two inches below the belly, and then the higher heart, which is in between the space of the anahata chakra and the throat chakra, so really located behind the thymus gland. The higher heart is where the God presence within us resides. Another point that I was working with inside of the system is the higher mind. So this is really located energetically near our hairline. And then the last point to keep it simple, which I was working with, is the soul star chakra located about a foot above your crown. So before I even knew any of these points, before I knew about the tree of life, I was working with these energetic points and they were not a part of the seven chakra system. So this is important to know because specifically inside of the body, these three points of 
consciousness, these three portals, they're actually portals inside of our body that give way to higher states of awakening, that give way to divine inner union. And what's so beautiful about this entire system is that the only way you can access it is through the hara, is through the womb space. It requires you to go deep inside of your body. It requires you to be embodied. It requires you to truly go to the depths of your physical body, which is quite often the opposite of when we're working with the seven chakra system because the seven chakra system is actually what allows us to astral travel, what allows us to leave the body and so much of the system is focused on the external because we want to ascend, we want to move through our crown chakra and this is where you hear so many stories of astral travel. All of that is taking place in the fourth dimension because the seven chakra system is um, the energetic body of the fourth dimension. So nevertheless, this is so beautiful because it requires us when we're working with the Hada system, when we're working with the tree of life to be embodied, to come into our body, to move through anything that is in the way of us truly resting our conscious awareness inside of the body, which is such a beautiful design because home is inside of this body, God is inside of this body, everything that we will ever need on our journey, anything that we will ever require or desire is inside of this physical body. It is home. It is our home right here and right now. And this higher dimensional template, this organic template, this genesis is what allows us to come home to the body to ourself, to God. So there's no bypassing here. There's no skipping any part of your experience because you're required to do a deep dive. And this is what I love so much. <laughs> and this is what was so exciting for me on my journey. And actually, this is how I accessed all of my higher levels of spiritual awakenings and enlightenment is through the Hada, is through the lower belly. Awakening this point was what allowed me to activate my higher heart, what allowed me to come into this unified state of being, what allowed me to experience the omnipresence of my true self, the omnipresence of the divine presence that resides within me, the omnipresence of God that I am not separate from. So this is the beautiful path of descension. We must descend into the body. We must go into the depths of our experiences. We must create an environment internally that feels so safe and 
so beautiful for us to rest here. This is the divine abode for our consciousness. This is the divine abode for God consciousness and God frequency. Nevertheless, it is a brilliant design which requires our dissension for the ascension. We must first awaken this lower belly point, which is the beginning and the end, the point of no thing, the void, the point of creation. It is infinite potential. It is a miracle that is residing within you and available to you in this now moment. So I always tell my clients, everybody that I work with, I encourage them to do soft belly meditations where you're just resting your consciousness upon this point within the lower belly, two inches below your belly, right in the center of your being. This is a resting point from your consciousness. And when you are resting your consciousness in this space, you are completely present to this very now moment. You are an equanimous, compassionate observer of life that is allowing yourself to respond to all that is arising that is no longer in a reactionary state of being. So this is the work of a lifetime, definitely, if not many lifetimes, but it takes practice and it takes devotion to continuously drop into this space and make it a habit of dwelling in this most sacred space. Once we've anchored our consciousness here and it is second nature for us to dwell within our lower belly, it is second nature for us to be so intimately and deeply connected with this part of our being, with this amazing portal um, that opens up our higher heart that opens up the pathway and the gates to the kingdom. Our higher heart is the kingdom that resides within us. Our higher heart is God's kingdom on earth. It is the portal to God's kingdom on earth. It is the portal to God and we access it through our womb. We access it through our hara. So I would very much encourage you to do soft belly meditations and really work on de-armoring all of the conditioning that has built walls around this powerful portal. It's as easy as reminding yourself to breathe deeply into this space and to soften, to soften all of the muscles, all of the holding, all of the tension that you may experience inside of this part of the body. Anytime I talk about body work, I want to bring up trauma-informed practices because this is very important to be aware of. This is something that anybody on the spiritual path, anybody that is doing any sort of spiritual work should absolutely be acquainted with. I provide a free PDF training on trauma-informed practices. So if you are interested in that, I highly suggest that you reach out to me and receive this free training it's a very brief PDF, but it summarizes the 
importance of being trauma-informed. It summarizes the importance of learning and knowing how to engage with any and all spiritual practices in a safe way where we are maintaining a state of regulation, where we are noticing when our nervous system is inside of our window of tolerance is what we call it. The window of tolerance is our safe space. It's where we feel regulated. We might come up to an edge, but we are not coming outside of this window of tolerance where our experience becomes intolerable. I won't go too much into it on this podcast, but I do highly suggest that you educate yourself and really learn about trauma-informed practices when doing any sort of healing work, any sort of body work. I always like to add that anytime I'm talking about dropping into the body because our body is the Akashic record for all of humanity. Every single human experience, every single human memory has been stored inside of this body. So when we are dropping our consciousness inside of the body, it is important to learn how to do so in a safe way. Nevertheless, I recommend soft belly meditations to everybody I work with, everybody that I come across. I'm a huge proponent because this is truly the beginning of my awakening into the tree of life. This is where the seed of life resides. This is where we must water the seed of life with the seed of life with our conscious awareness so that it can sprout and activate our tree of life template, which is what allows us to access that inner gnosis, what allows us to access that inner communion with God, what allows us to be in this inner divine union on a moment-to-moment basis, what allows us to become the co-creator of our experience that is free from distortion. This is what will anchor us in the fifth dimensional reality and higher. And this is what will be responsible for the building of the new earth, which is so, so, so exciting that this is all available to us now. This is all accessible to us now. And every single person on this planet can drop into this awareness, can cultivate this relationship, can tune in to the God presence within and lead themselves from this space, be a leader in their own life from this space and thereby lead others So it's really, really important to be in tune with the Hara, with the higher heart, which awakens after. And as the tree of life grows, it also begins to awaken our higher mind, which is the unified mind, which is the merged hemispheres, the access to our monadic consciousness, the access to higher levels of consciousness, our multi-dimensional vision, our multi-dimensional navigation, our multi-dimensional knowing. It's all so wonderful and so beautiful because 
This only awakens after we've come home to the kingdom of God that is within our higher heart. And it makes the spiritual journey safe. It makes awakening to these expanded levels of consciousness safe because we are so well resourced from our inner union with God. So these are the Genesis codes. These are the organic blueprints. And another part of Genesis is Hiros Gamos because this is how we were originally created. We were originally created with the Hiros Gamos template. We were originally created in divine inner union with God, in divine inner union with all of our aspects, in divine inner union with our divine masculine and our divine feminine. We were created with inner sacred marriage as a foundation of our being. Everything before the fall was unified. All aspects of our being were unified. All aspects of our being were in divine union with one another and with the one true living God. And stepping away from the tree of life and into the tree of knowledge, becoming aware of good and evil, stepping into that duality caused many fractures to our consciousness, caused many fractures in our way of being. And if you've been on this spiritual journey for some time, you know that so much of this work, so much of this healing work has been about unification, has been about soul retrieval, has been about retrieving all aspects of our consciousness and integrating that. So Hiros Gamos is our genesis, is our natural blueprint, which we also come home to through this journey, through the revival and resurrection of our Genesis coding, through the activation of our tree of life, because all of the points that I talked about, the Hara, the higher heart, and the higher mind, even though they awaken in a sequential order, they are not separate from one another. Our womb and our heart is not separate from each other. Our womb, our heart, our higher mind is all within the unified central pillar of our being that is connected to the one true living God and anchored into the core of the earth. So you are a divine channel for heaven on earth to merge and move in and through you. So at this time where there has never been more division on our planet, we really have the opportunity to be the guiding light of the world through the embodiment of our unity consciousness, which is only made possible through the resurrection of our genesis. 
We must be unified within to experience unity, unity without. We must unify all aspects of our consciousness, all aspects of our soul, all aspects of our being. We must unify our divine masculine and divine feminine, and we must be in absolute unity with the one true living God on all aspects of our being. This is truly the only way that we can come into unity consciousness and be the embodiment of the inner knowing that I am not separate from you and you are not separate from the whole and we are not separate from the rest of humanity. So unity consciousness is really about Seeing the world through the eyes of God, it is seeing the distortions that are present and allowing them to be anyway, because all of creation is yours. All of creation is your child. All of creation belongs to you, and you love all of creation regardless of whether there is distortion or not, because... The creation is you and there is no separation. This journey is really about coming back to our innocence, coming back to the tree of life, coming back to the beginning, coming back to the point before the fall, coming back to that original innocence, this is how the collective shadow will clear. By stepping out of the story of good and evil, because we've been inside of it for quite some time now, but really returning to that original innocence, to the tree of life, activating that through the seed of life which resides within our womb, within the hara, Awakening God's kingdom inside of your heart. Merging all polarities into one. So thank you so much for being present for this conversation. Thank you so much for receiving this transmission for anybody that may be interested in continuing with this journey and reviving your own genesis, reviving your organic blueprints and consciousness, I offer a high-level six-month mentorship called the Unified Femme, which works with these codes to heal, integrate, and exalt our being into aligned purpose. It is truly the journey of embodiment. It is the journey of retrieving all aspects of our consciousness, coming back to that original point of creation, embodying our divine feminine power, soul, and mission so that we can be in service to the one true living God, so that we can be in service to all of humanity and live a life of aligned purpose. 
I would also like to mention that I offer organic blueprint activations and have both a Tree of Life and Hiro's Gamos meditation, which is available for your growth and expansion. And if we are not connected on social media, you can find me on Facebook at Atma Sophia Unified Femme and on Instagram at Atma Sophia. I am wishing you well and love you so much. If it feels aligned, please share this podcast with your friends, loved ones, and community. Thank you, and I honor you.